Maybe you or someone you know has a serious medical condition. Maybe you're just looking for answers on why you're not feeling well. Well, we've got a great show for you on KLBJ. Hi, I'm Ron Aaron with WellMed Radio, an entertaining and detailed look at health and wellness for seniors and other adults age 18 to 101. We bring you recommendations on how to live longer and healthier lives. Tune in to WellMed Radio Saturdays at 7 p.m. with the Caregiver SOS show immediately following right here on News Radio KLBJ. Live and local, every afternoon, 2 to 4. This is Mark, Melinda, and Ed on News Radio KLBJ. Call or text them at 512 836 I've been listening to your show for years and years and years. Now, Mark, Melinda, and Ed. 303, thanks a lot for joining us. We hope you're having a great afternoon. Tate is here producing President Biden. Announced today he is delivering on his promise to put devastating sanctions on Russia in connection with the death of Navalny in, the, in Russia. But experts say don't look for a large impact from these sanctions. Well, yeah. I mean, just look at the last time that we put all the sanctions on Russia right after they invaded Ukraine and their economy seemingly got a little bit better because of oil because we need an all-out embargo on russian oil but if we do that it's going to be bad for our rest western allies but that would hurt their war effort that would hurt them and they got too many workarounds for for goods that they that we sanction they can go to china or turkey uae they can have all these workarounds it's some biden officials tell the wall street journal privately the potential impact of the new measures will be limited and it says uh, the package is focusing mostly on eroding Russia's ability to sidestep existing sanctions and fund the war. Other independent council uh, experts also have the same opinion. They say it's it's not going to do much, according to independent experts looking at these sanctions. It's more show. Well, I guess the question is, is, is that what you wanted from the president? Did you want a show of trying to be forceful, or would you have rather him not do anything does, does it matter to you one way or the other well he told uh, navalny's widow we're going to get that sob mm-hmm. just stay tuned we're going to get that's that sob rhetoric. that's that's just said that to her that's not going to happen and I, I doubt if many of these sanctions are really going to make a dent in anything that putin does the the thing is if you cut off his oil the ship of oil to western europe and around the world that will make a difference. That will make a difference in his war machine. But uh, the European allies don't want that because they still like the Russian oil. If the president believes these will have significant effects, why wait almost two years to unleash these sanctions? The president's been telling us that Putin might take us to World War III, might drag us into a war with NATO, why have you been holding back on sanctions over the course of two years? Let them have it with everything you've got. Oh, my goodness. We can be asking that about everything. Why were you holding back when when Ukraine was first asking for uh, weapons that they thought would put this to an end faster? I mean, he's been holding out throughout, which is why I think we have to question the continued money to Ukraine. Why are you doing all of these things that could have had an impact sooner? Perhaps we wouldn't be at year two, just ending up year two of this war. Mm -hmm. In a stalemate bloodbath now. Uh, Democrats, meanwhile, are tweeting out that they're just about ready to use a rarely used tactic in the House to force 
a vote on the House floor on more money for Ukraine. They're now uh, sending out social media messages saying, we've got the votes, we're ready to do this, look for it to be coming soon, against the will of Speaker Johnson. They've been talking about this for quite some time. Several weeks, yeah. Um, I guess they've just decided this is the only route that we're going to go. The thing that I thought that really caught my attention when I was reading this this time was the comment by House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, who said, I have heard more about a discharge petition in the last two days from foreign leaders at the highest level than in my prior 11 years in office combined. Is that where we're taking our commands from now? Seems like it, doesn't it? That, I'm sorry, and maybe I'm wrong for thinking this, that's alarming to me. The discharge petition is part of the parliamentary process, but I don't like it. They should do it through Congress the right way, up or down votes from the people that are elected by the people. Do you uh, infer that Jeffries is saying he has had personal contact with foreign leaders? Yes, I'm sure he's had Zelensky and others to saying, let's get this done, let's get this done. I'm on the opposite of my friend Mel. I, I do want to fund Ukraine. I do want to continue to fund okay, the wait, war. Wait, don't say you're the opposite of me. I've never said that I don't. I just think that there is a pause that is needed so we can figure out if we're actually helping or if we're just throwing away money. I think we're actually helping because every dollar I believe we give hurts the Putin war machine and supports Ukraine. Do you know that every dollar that you give is going to help Ukraine? I don't know what every dollar I have in my pocket goes to. No, we can't. I couldn't. You don't have it in your pocket. They took it right on out and sent it over to wherever. It's in Ukraine. No, they can't. And we spend far too much money on things I wish we didn't. We prop up businesses. We prop up government workers. We are propping up Ukraine. I would much rather see just send, uh, reluctantly send the bullets over there to try to try to get Putin's army. 512-836-0590 to join the discussion. Ken's Five News is reporting that a lawsuit has been filed. This is a case where a former Australian exchange student at UT Austin is alleging he was attacked and savagely beaten by members of a fraternity here in Austin. Yeah, pretty brutal deal. The guy was at a party with his girlfriend or a girl uh, last year, last spring, and some members of the fraternity, by the way, which is not sanctioned by the university. Because mm-hmm. they've been in trouble before. Oh, yeah, right? they've been in trouble a long time. And they were asked, uh, they asked this Australian exchange student to leave. He said, okay, I'll leave, but let me wait till my girlfriend gets out of the restroom and I'll leave. Well, they walked away, and then another group of uh, alleged members of the fraternity came and started beating him and beat that dog out of the guy. And he had to be hospitalized, and he left school and terrible, terrible beating. Yeah, leg was massively broken in numerous places, ligaments torn, had to undergo surgery, probably will have to later on in life because of this as well. It doesn't seem like anybody was charged in this, but it says APD still has the case open. I'm surprised no one has been not been charged because this was a heck of a beatdown of this guy. Well, and you you're say, sure everybody had phones recording it as well, too. You say you're surprised by this, but I wonder if that's not uh, because of the lack of detectives to go and actually have time to investigate this thoroughly. This just happened in March of 2023, uh, and we know that those special units in the APD are being pulled from their current positions to go backfill on patrol. 
The lawsuit says this young man has already undergone several surgeries and physical therapy. More surgeries will be needed. They're seeking at least $1 million in damages from the injuries. Yeah, and uh, I think the trial is going to be down in Houston where some of the guys that did the beating, that's where they're from. So I, it's a terrible situation. I don't know what to say. They This guy needs some justice. I'm just surprised that it's been a year now and no criminal charges have been filed. KVU says it reached out to the fraternity as well as their attorneys. They have not heard anything back as yet. 512-836-0590. Austin police confirmed the department received a call for a disturbance in the area the night of the incident, but the investigation has not been closed. 512-836-0590. It's 311 now with Mark, Melinda, and Ed. On your radio or streaming on your digital device, here are Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Hope you're having a great afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. It is 314. We go to Robert on KLBJ. Hello, Robert. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. It's a great show as always. A very uh, thought-provoking for sure. Thank you. Good to have you, sir. Thank you. So I've been to Ukraine a few times, uh, three to be in total, and um, I have some thoughts here, and I would want to, want to ask any president, what is the end game? What, what do we consider a victory for the money we spend over there? If we think that, A, Russia is going to just walk out of there and leave because they get their militarily spent, or that their consumer is having to spend for their war, we'd be, we'd be sadly mistaken, and it also is historically, um, uh, it, it has historically not been the case. If, B, we hope that Ukraine submits to Russia, um, there's going to be part of the world that will be divided. The end result that I see is we spend a lot of money here and Russia ends up with it just as they have Crimea. So I've thought about this and I wonder what, why not let the parts of Russia, because I've been to Donetsk, um, Donetsk is one city, um, uh, Zaporizhia, I think it's how it's pronounced, is a very, it's like 94% ethnically Russian. Why not? propose uh, uh, an election, a free election, as much as you can have anyway, where the Ukrainians that want to be Ukrainian independent get their independence, and the states within Ukraine that want to become stay within Russia get to stay within Russia. Simply throwing our money at this problem without a solution or without an endgame is something, it's a wash, wash, rinse, repeat, and it ends up causing a recession in this country, and that's, that's my thoughts on that. You're you're spot on, Robert, and those are all questions that in my opinion need to have to be answered by President Biden and everybody else who is demanding you just pass and, and write another check. Robert, what I've been disappointed in this administration is there's a lack of diplomacy. You would think that after a month, two months, six months, a year that we would take the lead with diplomat diplomatic intervention with Ukraine and Russia in this. You mentioned a, a, a free election. There ain't no such thing as a free election involving Russia. You know, they, There's barely one here, though. I mean, I mean, the what? Americans, have, a lot of Americans have lost faith in our own election. Why? So, I get it. I get it. I understand. Why? We, why have you lost faith in well, elections here? Why, uh, why have we lost our... Why have we lost... Well, it, 
it's not just the last four or five elections. It was going all the way back in our, and I'm a historian, so mm-hmm. I speak to this from authority. Mm-hmm. But, but we've always had issues with the fact that, and I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Everywhere in the world I go, I can find a McDonald's with roughly the same menu, with the same book, with the food that tastes the same. Why can we not have 50 states that do the, that does the election in a universal way that can be tracked, managed, and done in one one afternoon, rather than have these um, uh, write-in ballots and all of these things, which just invites corruption. So it, it, I didn't. I, I, well, my point wasn't so much about our elections, but if I think we take with a grain of salt that there's going to be election interference, no matter where it is in the world. And we, we roll the dice with the diplomatic effort that you say. We have to have an end game here. Uh, and and the, the, uh, the Hamas attack on uh, in Israel on October 7th placed us in a very, uh, it put Joe Biden into a corner that he created for himself um, by being weak on the world stage. Robert, thanks so much for weighing in, sir. You have a great weekend. We appreciate it. 512-836-0590. The White House put out a statement today saying that President Biden believes Speaker Johnson is benefiting the adversaries of the U.S. He's benefiting Russia and Iran. Speaker Johnson is siding with Putin, the regime in Tehran, and Johnson's perceived political objectives of his own Republican Party. That's just political. The Green Niner there bringing us all together. It that, is. It's just politics, Mark, and it's it's not right. That's not a fair statement about Johnson. I think that's the furthest thing from the speaker's mind to align with Iran or be kind to Putin. Give me a break there, Joe. Come on. If we want to talk about aligning with Iran, who released all the funding back to them? Who hasn't said? Enough is enough. We're done with all of these attacks that you have been orchestrating. And uh, eased up on the sanctions that had been opposed by Trump mm-hmm. on Iran. 512-836-0590. New polling in California shows that younger California voters are starting to lose their enthusiasm for the effects that immigrants have on their state. They did a new statewide survey. Uh, conducted in February. They've got some of the results released today. It says, please indicate which statement comes closest to your own view. And it says, uh, immigrants today are a benefit to California because of their hard work and job skills, or immigrants are a burden to California because they use public services. Yeah, and you had... 67% say a benefit when back in June they did this study, the exact same question, and you had 80% saying that they were a benefit. So it dropped by quite a bit. Um, I, I, again, as always, I'm still lacking from these questions. Should be a follow-up question. Um, If you say that you are beginning to think that it is a burden, in what way? Uh, has your mind changed, and if so, why? Because we're talking about 18 to 34-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I, I also object to the wording of the question in the first place. They say immigrants today, they, they should break it up. Illegal immigrants in Absolutely. one category. Exactly, Mark. And legal immigrants in another. This is not fair to legal immigrants who've done it the right way. 
And Governor Newsom just made a big deal out of announcing he's expanding medical benefits to all people who are in California illegally Mm -hmm. to the cost of hundreds of billions of dollars to taxpayers. So the original wording is not correct here. I think it's somewhat misleading to people doing the survey. You're exactly right because legal immigrants have done it the right way. And legal immigration has shaped our country. It's been that way for over 200 years, legal immigrants shaping our country from around the world. But this is illegal immigration. Why? My question is, why isn't California bankrupt by now? This is just, they give and give and give the statewide money to the illegal aliens. And I believe as they do this and continue to do this, it's going to attract more. Come on over. Yes. Come on over. We're going to take care of you. The taxpayers here will take care of you. Well, the taxpayers need to stop passing all of these taxes <laughs> that they're putting on. Uh, you're seeing some get fed up and leave. And then you have, going back to elections, how California runs their elections there. Sorry, whether you believe it is there or not, they have it set up so that there can be fraud. I'm not saying that it's rampant or anything, but you can't help but wonder, really, is every California always agreeing, oh, yes, please raise my taxes even more in a place where taxes are already extremely high? Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida today says that all Americans should be alarmed by the growing number of Chinese illegal immigrants crossing the border in Southern California. You got massive numbers now of Chinese coming across the border. Uh, this is uh, incredible that, that we'd be allowing people from all over the world who we have no idea who they are, that they're just being able to pour in to this country. He's right. Nothing wrong with uh, Chinese coming in the legal way, but he's right. There are a lot of young men and there's a fear that there have, you know, things could go bad. I know people are saying if China ever attacks Taiwan, they got a lot of Chinese here, 20 to 40-year-olds who could who could be their agents. I don't know if they're agents or not, but it's by the illegal immigration. We don't know where they came from, who they are, what their motives are, what their background is. They just come in. And when the White House was asked about this, in fact, they were asked about it today, uh, Jean-Pierre says, oh, it's a concern. Basically, that's all she said. It is a concern. Uh, That's insulting to all citizens. That kind of a flippant answer. Well, yes. And then it went into the political messaging of on day one, Biden put forth and Republicans have refused to move forward with his and that immigration law that he put forth on day one, which uh, Republicans didn't even have control on day one. But on day one was here's the green light. Come on. Mm Mm-hmm. 512-836-0590. That was another part of it because she was asked when Biden gave that that order about just come on. And she's like, I don't recall what you're talking about. I I don't remember (laughs) specifically the quote that you're mentioning here. And I thought, oh, my goodness. How can you as a person get up and just be that blatantly lying I mean, because seriously, she knows that yes. he said, come on. Yes, she's known it from day one, right in the beginning. Scott is with us on KLBJ. It's 324. Hi, Scott. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, guys. Great show, as always. Thank you, Scott. Welcome. What are your thoughts? But, Ed, 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 i got to ask you a question, Ed. So the last guy that called, the historian, uh, had mentioned that 
a lot of people don't trust the election process anymore. And you had to come out and ask why. Yeah, why? I mean, you don't know why? No, I don't know why. I hear the I hear all the I hear all the rhetoric of Donald Trump and the BS of Donald Trump that's not been substantiated. I guess you believe what great leader says. Dude, they published a paper not a year after the election was over that described how we saved the country from Donald Trump and they laid out exactly how they did it. They did it with the balloting, they did it with the social media censorship. Dude, they stole the freaking election. Open your eyes. That you're talking about uh, the Time Magazine article by Molly Ball about a year after the election, Scott? Is that what you're referring to? Yes, sir. They, they laid it out pretty good there. And if, and if you follow the breadcrumbs that she left there, I mean, you can just find all sorts of instances where they tweet a little bit here and a little bit there. It wasn't one thing that they did, and that's what the problem is. It's death by a thousand cuts, right? They do a little here. They do a little there. They, they cheat a little here. They fabricate a little there. They do a lot more, uh, you know, they do a lot more of the, uh, 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 you know, the, the, the balloting, harvesting. Yes. Uh, which is something that we should be doing that we probably will this time around. But, yeah, I mean, they completely, they rigged that thing in, in a hundred different ways. It wasn't rigged. Come on, man. Good Lord. Rigged. Come on. Yeah, Come on, rigged. Ed. Rigged? Ed, do you have an email? I will gladly send you. No, I don't want you to. I don't want you to send me that garbly goop. Okay. Thank you, though. I respect your opinion. I don't believe a word you're saying, but I thank you for calling. But yet, you don't even want to take a chance to read anything. I don't want to read this stuff. It's a bunch of junk. Because you don't want to believe it. No, I don't. Melinda, why did all the courts say none of this was true? About the all the election, oh, why, why, why is that, Melinda? All the courts. The courts are all rigged. Oh, they're all rigged too. Everything is rigged. The courts are rigged. Politics are. are rigged. Everything they is rigged are. against Donald they Trump. Are. I forgot. That's right. He never made they a mistake are. in the world. You're right. I'm sorry, Scott. My point was not to to go against you about whether it was rigged. It was right. about you reading other opinions so mm-hmm. that you have a more rounded right. look at things. Right. Scott, I've, thank I've you, read Scott. a lot, have Melinda. A good and I've read a ton of stuff, and I don't believe what Donald Trump puts out. And apparently, Scott, and again, Scott, thank you for listening to our radio station. I just disagree. All right. Have a good one, Scott. We have news next on the half hour and much more to cover just ahead. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Mark, Melinda, and Ed are on your radio at 99.7 FM or 590 AM. Thank you for joining us. Tate is here producing. It is 331. And President Biden's had some comments today about the border. In this soundbite, he's talking about House Republicans and where things stand on his efforts to get them to bring a floor vote on that package he's proposing. Here's President Biden. Petty politics intervene. The Speaker of the House has refused to vote on the bill, even though, again, there's significant support. Every, every Republican I've talked to, talk to your Republican colleagues. There are the votes in that, on that floor to pass that bill. Keeping uh, trying to keep the pressure up on Johnson and the GOP. Is it to pass that bill or is it to pass something that mm-hmm. maybe does send funding to Ukraine, but also actually secures our border? It's, it puts a Band-Aid on the border. It does not do anything. I, I think it does nothing measurable to help the situation with the border. It does not close the border. Uh, it I think it what limits 45 to 5,000 a day. 
which it should be significantly less than that. These are like illegal zero. crossings. These are illegal crossings. Illegal. All right, 512-836-0590-331 now. This is Kevin in Buda on KLBJ. Good afternoon, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? Very well, Kevin. Thank you. Welcome. Well, I uh, I love your show. I don't always agree with everything you say, but I really do love the show and the talk that people call in. Good. Um, I have to I have to agree with Ed in regards to Donald Trump. Um, I, I just think that he is an unqualified emotionally and moral pres- ex president to even be in this discussion. Now, Biden needs to go. We need some better options, 100%. But the people who are following Trump, I don't think you do your homework. You just make a lot of assumptions. Such as what? What kind of assumptions so, are being made? Why, why, so why, 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 would you, why do you want to elect Trump? Why do, you want, why do you think that he's good for America? You said... You said that we make assumptions. I'm just curious what you think our assumptions are. Okay, so people that I talk to and have talked with, they say, well, he is so much better than Biden, and it's because his policies are better than, than Biden's. I'm not so sure some of his policies are better than Biden's. And there's a myriad of different policies there that that he you know, it's good and bad, with just like any president. But I just don't think, from a moral standpoint, he's going to come in and do what our country needs to be done to help bring us together. He's going to come in and go ballistic after everyone that has done him wrong. He is telling us, hey, I want to be dictator for a day, giggle, giggle. I, it just, it's, it's just unbelievable that people are falling for his... Ruse. Kevin, uh, what are the uh, top two policy results of Biden that you think are the most impressive? Um, I know immigration is very unimpressive. Um, I have to say some of his uh, Ukraine stance uh, at, at, at first were, were good. It, you know, now it's starting to get a little political and we've been in there, you know, yeah, this has taken off a bigger bite than we needed, but I think he's done well. He comes across, at least, as someone who, who really does care about Americans. Now, is some of his policies really helping Americans? No. The, the oh, wait, hold on, Kevin, can I ask, how, how do you come across caring for America, but your policies don't help America? <sighs> the, the, that, that's a great question. I, I, I don't have the depth of knowledge to give you a good answer. Well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a fair point. Well, and I just you asked um, b- before you asked what were some of the policies that Trump had in place, um, and everything that you just listed as a potential weakness of Biden, I would say were the strong policies that Trump had in place. There was a strong border policy. There was energy. W- the energy policy. We were in no wars at the time. Uh, or there were none on the horizon at the time that he was in there. And then I'll go a little bit further. And I know the economy, there's a there's many different reasons why we're in the economy that we are. But I will just say my pocketbook liked Trump better than it likes Biden right now. Um, you know what? It, it, from a tech, technically 
Yes, I can't argue any of that. Is is that a Republican Democrat situation? I think more so. I think the, the the person Donald Trump is is not who we think he is. Could the policies of another Republican do the same thing? I think so. I I, I just don't like the choice that we have because I I don't I think he's going to misuse his power again. Kevin, how do you characterize the morals and character of Joe Biden? Well, you know, I think Joe has has tried to do right for Americans, but I don't know if his policies, like you said, have come across. They definitely have hurt me and his apocalypse. And I'm middle of America man. I think I think uh, Mark. Know, I, my taxes. I think Mark is talking about the the things he's in bed with Hunter, and I believe the improprieties with Hunter and Hunter's business deals that Joe's been in bed with Hunter with, I think that has been a, a, a bad thing about Joe Biden. I think morally, he's far greater than Trump. Trump is, you know, an alley cat for morals to me. But Joe, uh, what he's done with his son is is against the law. I think it's criminal what he's done and the influence peddling you've had in the Biden administration. And that's a high level of morality? Well, it's a lot better than being an alley cat that uh, messing around with porn stars and uh, the lot he's done with the sexual allegations he's had and the uh, what's your name in you know, New York let, when he was convicted. Along. This is well, the same old tired argument that well, has I'm nothing just, to do with how to run America. But it has everything to do about what type of person you are. You know what? I consider someone that has lied his entire political career not that high morally. Kevin, thank you. Have a good weekend, a sir. Fair point, Mel. Fair point. Uh, we appreciate it, Kevin. 512-836-0590. Uh, Celeste is with us on KLBJ at 337. Good afternoon, Celeste. Hi, how are y'all doing? Very well. Thank you, Celeste. I wanted to call in in reference to, um, you know, the comment about the election being rigged. Um, I'm not saying it is or, or, or it was or wasn't, but... When I had gone into Georgetown, Texas, um, and made my vote that year, um, I had voted for Trump. And but when we had walked in, the the lady had said, uh, "Double check your ballot." And so I went to double check my ballot, and my my vote had switched from Trump to Biden. And I raised my hand and said, "This is this is not what I didn't vote for Biden. My my vote changed." And she said, "Just go back and fix it." So I had to go back and fix it. And then when I printed it out, I double checked that it said Trump. But that alone was very suspicious to me. That that kind of thing should not be happening in any race, no, on any not level, at all. No. in any election. With those machines, yeah. it should never happen. Well, and I'm confused. Yeah. You said when you printed it out, you could see it. Usually when I print out, it's just like barcodes. I don't even know what it says. My yeah, deal spits, it, it spits out and shows you what. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get like the review page, mm -hmm. but then when it prints out for me to go put into that thing, it's mm -hmm. all barcodes. I have no really? idea what it says. Yeah, it said Trump. It, tr it said Trump. Because I asked the lady, I was like, I want to make sure this says Trump and that it didn't change again. And we both verified it. Celeste, thanks so much. You have a great weekend, 512-836-0590. Yet another reminder, make sure when you get to the review page to review. actually review <laughs> yes. that it's what you wanted. <laughs> yes, yes.
Now, also, Melinda, you're seeing a report about another balloon that's crossing the United States. What is happening? Well, military aircraft has spotted a balloon, this time over Colorado. And this is the part that's confusing to me. They say they've determined it's not a threat, but they don't know its origin and purpose. How can you say something's not a threat if you don't know what it is? I don't think you can make that conclusion. And after... What was it, just a year ago when we had the China balloon going over? Come on, you got to do better. If you're, you can't just come right out and say, not a threat, but we have no idea what it it is or where it came from or. You don't know what it is and it's not supposed to be there. Shoot it down. That's pretty simple. Pretty straightforward, isn't it, Ed? Mm -hmm. Go shoot it down. Yes. And, And so they're saying right now it's over Colorado. Yeah, it said early in the day, one official said the balloon was over Colorado and its presence prompted enough concern that the military sent an aircraft to investigate. But it's not a threat. Still don't know what it's doing, but not a threat. All right, we'll keep you posted on that one as uh, more information comes in this afternoon. Dean is with us at 340. Good afternoon, Dean. How are you? Uh, good, Good morning or good afternoon. Yes, welcome, Dean. I wanted to remind Ed, uh, right there in Travis County, they put paper over the winners' windows while they were counting the ballots. Why would they have paper to cover the windows in the first place unless they had planned to hide something and they kept the uh, election watchers out of the room? Remember that? Do you remember that, Ed? No. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember yes. that. It didn't change yeah. much. It didn't change much in Travis County, did it? Because Travis well, County is a Democratic if you're not deal. Cheating, if you're not cheating, why not let it let everybody watch? I don't think they were cheating, why you sir. Have to, I don't why, think they why were cheating. Cover the windows. Did you ask uh, Dana Debuvois? Was she asked why they did that? You know who she why is. She you runs the elections. The windows. Why not? Why did you not ask her? I don't know, sir. Did you ask her? Are you just saying this well, on the radio? You're saying there's no cheating. Then why are why are they covering the windows? That mm. Dean, thank you for and the that's call. Just, mm. That's just one thing. Ooh. Covering the windows. Okay. Well, okay. you can see how that creates suspicion, Ed. <clears throat> Poll watchers are not allowed in there. Then they cover the windows. By law, the Republicans and Democrats are supposed to be in there in equal numbers. Yes. Observing, yeah. And if they put, uh, so onlookers can't, the poll watchers are in there. I no, believe. the poll watchers were not even well, allowed in there. Well, they should have been room. in there. Can I, I ask why you're just automatically dismissing anything that comes because up? Because it's all conspiratorial, nutty stuff. It's that nutty was ass news. stuff. That's that nuts. was actual news. Then and there why was has an it Why hasn't anybody filed suit? Why did no one file suit on that? This is just crazy stuff. Do you That's know crazy. that a suit was not filed because there was an investigation that went on for a bit? Okay, there was no suit ever filed. That nothing ever became of it. No one's gone to jail. No one's gone to jail. Well, she's gone. She's not the, the right. clerk anymore. Well, whomever, no one's gone to jail. 512-836. helicopter stuff. 512-836-0590. We'll work in more of your comments, your calls, and your texts. Coming up just ahead, 342 at KLBJ. Enjoy the podcasts of Mark, Melinda, and Ed at your convenience. You'll find them on NewsRadioKLBJ.com or via the free KLBJ app. 346, hope you're having a good one. Tate is here producing. Also in the news today, law enforcement says it has arrested 47 suspects 
in connection with sex crimes against children. These suspects were taken into custody in Dallas, Lubbock, Amarillo, in a wide-ranging area by law enforcement. I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. It is an all-out assault on our children. It really is. This is uh, child sexual assault, sex trafficking, uh, all kinds of illegal content regarding children online. This is a multi-agency effort, Ed. And a teacher and a girls' basketball coach were among Ten people arrested as part of the operation in North Texas alone. But this is all across all across the state. Yeah, a teacher and a girls' basketball coach. Our Predators. kids are being sexualized, mm-hmm. and they are being targeted and, and preyed, preyed upon. upon. Absolutely. And uh, we need more of these task force getting in there and trying their best to get rid of these disgusting monsters. And these are people that, in my opinion— put them in a hole, and just let them live the rest of their life there, never to to come out. It seems to be getting worse, too, growing in frequency and intensity. And more brazen. In more what bra- way, Ed? What, more brazen. What, what, what are you thinking This is of? a list of all these people with child pornography, solicitation. It's like they have, they have no fear that they're going to get caught. Online solicitation, possession of child pornography, online solicitation. It's just... They got to know the laws, but they're just they it's they still continue this behavior. It would be interesting to see some follow up reporting. Do they have uh, other prior offenses? Have they been caught before? Mm-hmm. Was there any punishment for any of these guys? Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. This is Clay at three forty eight. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Good afternoon, Clay. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey, yes, I was. Uh, going to go back uh, a couple of calls ago with the caller that was uh, disgruntled about Trump and his morals and things of that nature. He he fits the criteria of every person that I hear from. He can't name one thing that the current administration is doing that he likes, but he just knows he doesn't like Trump and doesn't want Trump as the next president because he's on wife number three or four. I don't, I, I've lost count myself, but... Uh, I didn't vote for him because of his morals. I voted, and I'll I'll preface it, he wasn't my first or second or even my third choice Mm -hmm. in 2016, but he became the only choice when he became the uh, representative of the Republican uh, Party. And think about what he was able to accomplish with all the things that were against him. I mean, the, the Republicans themselves didn't do anything to help him the first two years of the administration, but he did do what he said he would do. And and if you haven't been to South Texas, I flew out of McAllen International a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And the TSA line to get out of McAllen resembled a U.S. immigration line. It was unbelievable. The Haitians, there were probably 40 or 50 Haitians in line. I talked to one of them. He, he and his family were headed to Boston. They'd been in, in country for two or three months going up there to look for, for work. I mean, that's that's in and of itself is reason to vote for somebody who's actually going to try and do something as opposed to that individual who couldn't, he could not name other than he's a nice guy, uh, anything that the current administration has done that's helped us. 
Well, and I would even argue about the nice guy thing. I've heard comments that have come out of his mouth, he, and he seems like he can get angry pretty fast. He's got a mean dog. We know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's got yeah. A mean dog. Uh, Clay, in terms of the results of Trump's policies in his first term, what were the the top two areas that were most impressive to you? Uh, immigration, by far, uh, by implementing Remain in Mexico, and uh, he ended catch and release. And uh, as uh, Melinda said earlier, I, I had more money in my in my in my bank account. Not not that I'm hurting financially, but you can just see the cost of living today versus the cost of living four years ago. I believe you're right, and I'm a free market guy, and I'm not big on uh, needless regulation by the federal government. And we did not have a lot of needless regulation, I believe. And we didn't have to meet this this agenda of the new Green Deal. We weren't we weren't doing that at a crazy pace. Listen, we're going to be an electric car sometime, but let the market decide on that, not the federal government. Clay, thank you. Have a good weekend. 512-836-0590-352 now as we go to Daniel in Pflugerville. Good afternoon, Daniel. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I've got about three, three comments I want to make. All these actors, and they say that if Donald Trump's going to do this, Donald Trump's going to do that, that we're going to move. Hey, I'll help him move. Get the hell out of here. I've got a lot more. I'll help you move. Yeah, I'll help him move. Please hurry up and get the hell out of here. We don't need y'all. Anyway, and Joe Biden has destroyed this country, the Democrats, and that's the bottom line. I hope Donald Trump becomes our president. And that about him being a dictator, if they don't know sarcasm, they don't know nothing. They're dumb people. I would be a a, a dictator for one day. Yeah, close the borders and drill, baby, drill. Are are those the, the two specific policies of the first Trump term in terms of positive results that are, are the most impressive to you? Is that what you like most about his first term? For sure. Very good. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. You have a good one. Have a good weekend. You're you're nodding over there. Well, I, I think what Daniel just said was the whole quote from Trump. Yes, I'll be dictator for a day. I'll close the border and drill, baby, drill. It's very convenient that the latter part gets left <laughs> off I'll of a, a lot of things when <laughs> people are trying to requote him. Uh, let's go to Robert in Round Rock. It's 353. Good afternoon, Robert. How are you? Good afternoon, everybody. I'm doing great. Just an observation, you know, I'm not saying that the election of 2020 was a, you know, fraud, but the early voting and same-day election, Trump was ahead. It was a melon ballot. Now, we cannot prove we're the only ones in the universe, but we also can't prove that every melon ballot was legit because we don't know if dead people voted, people who are not supposed to vote it, uh, people in this country legally probably voted. We just don't know because I don't think there's enough data out there to prove yes or no. But those are my only thoughts. And my whole Mary is, is the pedophiles, if they're convicted, we need a penal colony in Antarctica. Thank you. All right, Robert, thank you. Yes, Melinda. Well, to his fact, we actually do know that there was some some voter fraud that happened. The problem is we just don't know how widespread 
it was or if it was widespread or if it was just the few cases that we know about. We have news next at the top of the hour. Melinda and I roll on with you right here, live and local, 4 to 6. Ed is moving over to 102.7 uh-huh. ESPN. That's right, talking sports with Jeff Ward from 4 to 6. What's the biggest story today? Money flying out everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Uh, more money <laughs> for the salary cap in the NFL. It's going up by $30 million a team, <laughs> paying those players more money. Yeah, that's next on 102.7 ESPN Sports Talk with Ed and Jeff Ward. Stand by for the news. Maybe you or someone you know has a serious medical condition. Maybe you're just looking for answers on why you're not feeling well. Well, we've got a great show for you on KLBJ. Hi, I'm Ron Aaron with WellMed Radio, an entertaining and detailed look at health and wellness for seniors and other adults aged 18 to 101. We bring you recommendations on how to live longer and healthier lives. Tune in to WellMed Radio Saturdays at 7 p.m. with the Caregiver SOS show immediately following right here on News Radio KLBJ.